everybody. Welcome back to Hey Bitch with Danny and Memo. This hey is bitch. our third episode. Third, we survived. We survived. Uh, this is the weekly podcast where we talk about everything mm-hmm. uh, from sex, relationships, body positivity, sometimes politics, uh, current events, and pop culture. Yes, we do. We yes, sure we do. do. And we have our first guest ever on probably Hey our Bitch. Last. Let's be and real. Probably our last. This is going to be our last show. Thank you for listening. It's a <laughs> it's a mini series. <laughs> when we don't rise. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, you know Memo. I'm Danny, okay. and we would like to present to you our very very close besties. Absolutely. Um, the reason why Gemini's have a bad name, <laughs> Eduardo. <laughs> Hi everyone. Hey girl. And the. Bubbly in, effervescent, always medicated, never dedicated. Tyler. Hey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome, girls. How was your week? It's been pretty good. You know, I got uh, vaccinated. So yeah. I'm pretty excited about that. Fully. I'm also mildly excited to be here. Um, I saw this event on Facebook, so I figured mildly. I would. Mildly. Were we mildly amusing? Yeah, mildly amusing <laughs> podcast. Well, you're here, so it's not going to get any better. Uh, <laughs> we'll see. And you, Mama? I'm good. Uh, back from Maui. I'm a little sunburnt. She's a little sunburned. Your back is a different race, honey. <laughs> Fresh, <laughs> freshly vaccinated. But speaking of my back, I did hurt my back today. I've been trying to do that TikTok dance where they're like popping it out. Um, <laughs> Mr. Long back over. You broke, you broke yeah, that back? She's like, popping I got it room to talk. Looking like a coffee table. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, you suffer so much going to Hawaii for what? Five to five, six days? Eight what days. Was her? Oh, what hell was no. her? What was her? What was it you? was beautiful though. I'm glad Hi. to be back though. I miss my friends. Thank you for sharing those pictures. Those were amazing, by yeah. the way. Very video. jealous. Very jealous. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so anyways. Huh? <laughs> what? Obsessed. She's obsessed. <laughs> She's obsessed with a vacation. Mm. All right. Well, uh, let's talk about current events. What's going on? I know that I think it just came out yesterday or today yeah. about the ex-bachelor, Colton Underwood. Underwood, has come out, even though he competed in the, in straight, the straight bachelor. bachelor right. Right. There hasn't been there, there hasn't been a gay bachelor. Wasn't he the one that was the virgin on the show? I don't know. Like he's, yeah, yeah. Was he, he the virgin? That, was, that well, was his big thing. He was like twenty. He's like twenty six. Surprise there, right? But he was a virgin, and so mm-hmm. like that was like the whole like the whole big thing about it. Like it wasn't for like according to him, it wasn't for like religious reasons by any means. But it was more of like that's just it was him being him, and he wanted to wait, right? I, I, something like that. Something like, like that, right? You know, you know, I mean, we all had that moment when we were younger. Mm-hmm. We're like, I still am a virgin. In your ear? Well, with women. Oh, okay, with win- oh, you are a platinum star gay. Platinum star gay. If, if our viewers don't know, a platinum star gay is a homosexual mm. who has never had any contact with a vagina because they were C-section. Not even at birth. So they never had. According contact to my mom, birth. When, when she went into labor, I went spread eagle, and I'm like, I was like, I'm not going through that. You're like, not. <laughs> I was holding on for dear life. Mm-hmm. No, she wrote. Memo was here inside her uterus. She sure did. I was the last one. Like this bitch. Done. Gone. She's done. She's done. She's done. So, and he's never been with a girl, which, oh. again, if you were a gold star gay, you had never been with a girl. Right. But, but if you were, were born, born through, a through a vagina, then you were only gold. Right. You are platinum, honey. Platinum, baby. Platinum. Never wanted to see Not one to or want to touch one. With what? With a platinum bitch. Platinum. Like, you know, you know what right, right, right. Uh, how about you guys? Are you gold? Uh, I would probably say bronze. She bronze. Yeah. She, she touched it once maybe or like twice. Like a sterling silver, maybe. <laughs> dabbled a bit here and there. And Just a little dabble dabble. She's that silver you buy genders. in the kiosk. 
And uh, you, you don't get any metal because you've been all up in it, huh? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> have you really, Tyler? Yeah. Have we had this conversation? Yeah. Was I have? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this news kind of a uh, little shocked, but not surprised. I, I mean, it was bound to happen at some point. Like, I, to me, I have a different take on everybody else's take on this. Like, to me, this was, I don't know. I feel like it was kind of planned. But your conspiracy theorist sure. in you is, is talking to your to your head. It's weird. I'm usually not a conspiracy theorist, but like right. for some reason, there's something. Do you think they're setting up like a like a bachelor? A gay, bachelor. A gay bachelor. I think I think ABC. It's ABC. ABC. Right? Yeah. I think ABC would be dumb not to because right now this is headline. Right now this right. is you know what I mean. Everybody's talking about Underwood who came out yeah. Colton, um, and they'd be dumb not to. And then like right now like we're in that time of, of society like in the US right now where gay movement is big obviously you know with other ones of course mm -hmm. you know BLM not to discredit or, or play them down um, but um, I think there's like, there's, a, there's a shift and as part of that shift is, is gay culture I mean mm -hmm. look at ra Drag Race Drag Race went pop culture went mainstream it's winning Emmys it's winning yeah. Emmys seriously yeah. like you got Raven winning an Emmy like seriously for makeup, for makeup yeah I, I couldn't stand the, the hoe then much less now like <laughs> but, sorry girl um, she mad she mad. We'll talk about being that later. We got some. But um, I don't know. Like, for me, it's just it's, I think there's more to it. All right. I could see that. My take. I mean, they're trying to they're always trying a new thing. Like, what's going to get the ratings? Right. And, you know, they've been going out for, what, 17, 18? I don't even know how many seasons Bachelor is at right now. <clears throat> they're getting redundant. Mm -hmm. They're causing all these scandals to get attention again. I think mm -hmm. a gay Bachelor is the thing to get it for them. But my question is. Did, this reminded me of like when I was in the closet dating women, having girlfriends. And Girl. my question that I'm posing is, do you think that men who date women to hide themselves, are they being, are they being greedy? Are they being selfish? I think in hindsight, probably. Um, but not while it's actually happening. When it's happening, you're more preoccupied with worrying about, you know, what's going on with me? How am I being perceived? You're not really thinking about the other person. You're looking to protect your own interests, your own image. But I think in hindsight, you know, um, you could see that you were being selfish. You were probably taking time away from someone and you that's that's mm -hmm. what you can't get back is time. Yeah, I, I completely agree. In hindsight, yeah. when you are more more yourself, you gone through it you you go and you go back and think you know she probably really liked me and i liked her but i was never going to meet those feelings right yeah. but i mean as a teenager when i when i was still a teenager that's when i was still in i mean right now teenagers are coming out at 13 right yeah. or younger yeah. or, or even younger. younger right they you know when kids, they're kids you know uh transitioning you know maybe not full on surgical but transitioning just lifestyle like you know clothing and everyday life at younger ages like you know you got six seven year olds already making that transition so like yeah it's it's hugely young. yeah so i was like I, yeah thank you to all the beards out there for we love you loving and we're you're sorry. gay <laughs> that you thought was straight uh we didn't do it on purpose we're not doing it to hurt you it's just you were a, a temporary solution to much a much bigger stress in you our lives you provided a lot more than just uh Cover <laughs> or, or cover. Let's I go with I, that. I'll offer a counterpoint because I think there are instances in which you've got um, somebody that is trying to find themselves. Absolutely. And yeah. not necessarily 
prepared to go on that gay journey yet. They're not sure that they're there. They don't know that they're going down that path. They don't know that it's for them. Um, and so I don't know that it's so much a beard situation mm -hmm. rather than them really trying to, or, you know, find who mm -hmm. they are, but also that they might need to, they're not ever going to make that move into right. the gay lifestyle. Yeah. You know, I think there are those people, there are those places in the world where that, that can't be. not an be. option. Yeah. And so, yeah. you know, they are falling in love. They are, you know, making it work. They are. And maybe 50 years from now. I mean, I have a gay grandfather. And, and oh, that wow. man took through to his adult adulthood, you mm -hmm. know, to his senior life. He was had wives. And it wasn't until, you know, long after his second marriage that he... And he still hasn't come out, you know? And so I don't know that it's a beard situation. I think that's there's sometimes where you're you're living the life that you have to live. You want to mm -hmm. build a family. That's the way that you do it. I think, you know, what you're talking about with this younger generation, I think it is a bit more fluid. Absolutely. And I think you, in, you know, I think you have, you know, um, the binary has been broken mm -hmm. and it's not required. And I love seeing that. I love seeing Absolutely. kids be able to, you know, kids, people, every humans be who they want to be and identify how they want to identify. Um, so I think it's, I don't know that every, I, I don't want women to walk away feeling like the beard, right. you know, in every right. situation. I think they, you know, there are, you know, women who have become mothers and women who mm -hmm. may, who were wives and, and partners, you know, in all of these scenarios who there was true love there yeah. and it was, Absolutely. you know, good and healthy. And it was, that was their period in life. Yeah. I've seen so many uh, stories about women who get married and 20 years and six kids later, the, the man comes out as gay or the woman comes out as lesbian mm -hmm. and they remain either together or they remain really good, close friends, friends and parents. Well, she's he or she, the partner is very supportive and is like a, like a really understanding detrimental mm -hmm. to, to that transition yeah. for that person. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's yeah, absolutely. And I get where you're coming from. I think that, I mean, coming from it from like from a, from a Latino aspect, it's you know you're you're raised thinking that you have to fill a certain gender role or you have to fill a certain lifestyle or a certain model. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna grow up, you're gonna be 18, you're gonna get married, and by the age of 20, you're gonna have 7.2 children. So it's very that like we're 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 raised at least I, I speak on I speak on, on, on a little bit more like on my experience like not necessarily my mom pushed me to that no y'all know Olga she ain't like that she knew but I think that for sure <laughs> the doctor knew <laughs> okay can't stand y'all but um <laughs> but I think that like for the Latino culture and you two, like you two can attest that there's there's always that expectation set right you know what I mean of like you're gonna grow up you're gonna be a construction worker or you're gonna do this that or the third and you're gonna have your wife and kids so like I think like for me, like when I dated in high school, it was more of a trying to be normal, trying to be right. that, like you said, you know what I mean? Trying to fill that, figuring yourself out. Or giving it a good go. Yeah. That was my say, experience. Hey, Let's it. give it a good go. It wasn't for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah. I, I know in that times you're, you're confused. Everyone's like, what are these feelings? Mm -hmm. um, and if it's not even an option for you, which is, a, I think it's a privilege for a lot of them, a lot of us, it's a privilege to be able to even consider Absolutely. having a, or living a gay lifestyle Absolutely. Uh, or being free, being yourself. Um, Cause I know in other countries, there's not even an option. You can't even have an option to do that. So I feel like it is important for us to consider that everybody's journey is different. Everybody's going to look at it differently. Absolutely. Acceptance comes in different forms, mm -hmm. uh, especially self-acceptance. 
Um, because a lot of people come out late. I mean, uh, I came out when I was 19 to myself and 30 years ago. Shut up. How <laughs> 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 dare you? You're older than me. <laughs> I'm going to be 30 in two years. No, he's, he's going to be 40. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so it's, it's everybody, everybody's journey is different. Everybody's, uh, story is different. Uh, I'm sure everybody's stories here is different. So yeah, right. did you, did you guys ever have a, a beard or, or did you feel that you had to, or did you feel that I'm just, I'm, let me give it a good go. Let me, let me try it and see if maybe uh, my feelings are, I'm confused. Right. I think, um, for me, I gave it a couple goes. So <laughs> I had a couple beards, maybe a little mustache, um, <laughs> a little side of, uh, some cyber. Yeah, a little cyber. goatee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I think for me, it was more, not so much finding myself. I think in the back of my mind, I always knew. Um, I think my biggest issue was I had a lot of pressure from family. I had a lot of pressure in school, performing what very well academically and being perceived a certain way. So I wanted to fit into that persona that Mold. would be, that would not be bullied, I guess. That mm -hmm. was my mentality back yeah. then. And um, I thought that by me, being who I really was would stop me from having all of those things. Mm. So I did have a few beards. And even after high school, um, I feel like I started exploring a little bit more my, my real side because I said, you know, going off to college, becoming a professional at the same time. Um, and I'm growing into this new group of friends and I want to see what it's all about. And <laughs> as soon as I met you know, people within this, within the gay community, I kind of felt like I was home, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I met you all as well. Um, College then, is like the place where you go and, and become <laughs> gay. <laughs> yeah, but pretty much. You, uh, you were young when we met. I was really young. I yeah. was uh, 19, 19 years old. I met you at a bar. 30 years ago. I met you at a bar, sir. That's true. I had my little uh, ID. Um, whose ID is the question? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I still don't know whose it was, but, um, you know, I felt like I was home and oh. it felt very natural to me. And it felt like this is, this is who I want to be. And I'm going to take all the steps leading up to where I no longer have to suppress this side of me. Absolutely. Yeah. How about you? Well, as the elder millennial at the table, I think mine's been a little, Way I kind of think that she's ancient. 30 years older. Um, I think of my journey as I look back a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. I think there was a period of time that I could identify as being straight and no like no question. You know, I was soft. I was maybe a little sensitive. Maybe I like to wear my mom's heels, but there I really did question. I didn't really identify. <laughs> I didn't really identify as gay, nor did I have the desire to. I didn't question it. It just wasn't it wasn't like in my vernacular at that point. And then as I got into school and I kind of I moved to Phoenix back in 2000 and, you know, I was introduced to the LGBT community because I came from North Idaho. So I think, you know, Idaho. I had never really been, Idaho. <laughs> I had never really been exposed to it. So, you know, I had grown up in the Pacific Northwest and, you know, we lived in a small town in Idaho. And then when I moved to Phoenix, suddenly I was in like this metropolitan area. Um, I had, you know, met some friends in school. I had met, you know, some friends in, in this job. And then I started working with this gentleman who, um, was gay and he was like the first gay person I had ever like self-identified gay person that I worked with and he's like sis <laughs> <laughs> mama and I was like no. you look at you you're like 
I was like, Are you? no. I was like, no, not me. Like, it's not. I'm. That's not me, bro. That's wrong. not me, bro. That's well, not and me. not like hiding <laughs> it. Yeah. I was like, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it wasn't. It wasn't like so me? much a. It wasn't so much a, a um, denial as a. You know, maybe it's something. You know, maybe it's maybe it's something. Maybe I maybe it's a little more fluid. Maybe it's something I'm not I'll ready. explore. I'm not ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. not to that point where I'm like having a desire to be intimate with another man or anything like that. But it kind of then evolved, and I I built a community of gay friends and became involved in the gay community. And then all of a sudden, I started having gay sex. And then I was like, oh, okay, I'm here. Um, and and I and I do in. I can't say that I, it's been, a, it's been a journey. You know, there's parts that I have really enjoyed and then there's parts that I have not enjoyed about that journey because it's, it is hard emotionally and it's hard. And I, and then I kind of think to myself, is this the life that I do want for myself? You know, like, do I, where do I want to be? That's going to feel good for the long term, right. emotionally, right. spiritually, Absolutely. physically, all of that. Um, and so I, as I approach 40, um, I think of myself being a lot more fluid in kind of my sexuality, in my, you know, kind of how I show up, you know, my persona, you know, sometimes it's a little more masculine, sometimes it's a little more feminine. I don't think that I identify in the non-binary. Where was that masculine side? It's here. <laughs> Where is it masculine? I haven't met that one. It's right. It's right here. Where's she at? Where's she at, though? He plays kickball. Okay. And I don't know I've if seen you know, run. he's a really good... <laughs> I saw you Sunday, sweetie. In any case... I didn't know. I didn't see judgmental on the check-in, <laughs> on, on the lead-in sheet. All good fun. Um, All good fun. But you know, masculine adjacent. Um, <laughs> but you know, I think you. I think of myself in in a more fluid space Absolutely. where I am attracted to women, and I could be intimate with a woman. I am attracted to men. I could be attracted to, um, you know, be physical with men. I'm attracted to you know non-binary people, and you know the relationships that I could build with them. So I think that's kind of it's been an evolution. You know, and and I'm good with that, and I enjoy it. Well, the reason I brought up that that theme is because I find it really interesting that they would make uh, this whole big deal about it. Yeah. Um, and Little Nas X had to do all that work, all that video, <laughs> the video, all the talk, all the Twitter talk, all the condemnation to kind of be himself. Uh, and he could, he just kind of just gets a little show because I heard he he's getting a Netflix show. Um, with Gus Kenworthy being his little gay fairy mentor, uh, so it just it just kind of just irks like me a little bit. With open arms, he was welcome with open arms, know? and not I don't know why why it is. Um, <clears throat> you don't the caucasity of it all. <laughs> the yeah, caucasity, the caucasity, the caucasity of it all. It, it just it just really strike it's striking me. That, that, that that's why like when you and I had this conversation last week when we talked about what is it that's bothering people because remember we talked about Lady Gaga when the whole Judas video it was Jesus Christ you know iconography throughout the whole thing yeah. from the crown of thorns everything right and then little Nas X little Nas X does this and so I'm like what's really bothering people is it really the gay thing or is it the fact that it's a it's a black man who's doing it who's throwing it back in your face. You know what I'm saying? So I get where you're coming from, how it irks you. Like you said, it's the caucasity of it all, right? It's, 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 it's... Breathe, girl. I, I think, I, think um, I read a couple of comments on, you know, just this entire scandal. And uh, one that stood out to me was, you know, you spend your whole lives telling this, this gay black kid that he's going to go to hell. Mm -hmm. So when he actually goes there, you get mad you're too. You're like... 
So yes. <laughs> you get mad. I saw that one. He, he tweeted that out. Yeah, he yeah. was like, yeah, and I was like. Very that. Very that. Absolutely. It's every bit of that. So, will I watch the show? Probably just to see what a mess it is. Uh, Um, I'm going to go with no. No, you're not going to watch it? I'll watch it and tell you guys. Here's the thing. I may think what I think about why this is happening now, right? Like, like it's it's bigger than what I think it is, right? Or I think it's bigger than what it is. Mm. And... I'm not going to take away congratulations to you, Colton, yeah. like uh, for you to be able to, to finally be your identical self and for you to be able to be the truest you've ever been in your entire life. Mm-hmm. I, I Congratulations to you. I'm not going to take that moment away from you. Yeah. I just think there's going to be enough people out there who are going to not watch. Absolutely. So I shouldn't be absolutely like part of that. Like, if I watch, if I don't watch, I don't know. Um, my hope is he uses his platform. Uh, and, and that's what I'm getting at. Effectively. Let's not Caitlyn Jenner this. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, I just hope, like you said, he uses this power. He uses this to the best ability possible. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just do it for your 15 minutes of fame. Mm-hmm. Do this do something to with it. make this a moment of representation for those other people who haven't been able to be out yet. Because like you said earlier, like because it's not allowed where they're from or even here. Look at how many people have to have to still face the religious persecution within our same community, within our same country, because you've got organizations like the Westboro Baptist Church, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like like I just hope like you said he uses this correctly as a platform. And I think on that topic, I think Lil Nas X is using his platform Absolutely. properly. Right. Exactly. He has said, I mean he really is saying, you know, fuck you fuck to the to, to the standard and he's saying I'm not going to take it anymore. I am going to show up. I'm going to show out and I'm going to be proud of who I am and I'm going to bring all of these people along on this journey mm-hmm. and he does have a great following on Twitter uh, yeah. on um his clapbacks are epic. Clapbacks are epic. I'll be sure to applaud him. Yeah, yeah. because he's he's, he's really defending doing himself. Thing. Yeah, like, he really is. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't like we've had other people who have done the, things their own way within within the community, and he's he's literally saying, "Move out, bitches," because I'm coming yeah. through. Because there's always been that like feeling crap. of like, "Well, let's ease people in. Let's do it slowly. Let's you know dip our toes." We're done in. easing people into this. We've been fighting this since 1969. We, the time it's done. You've had enough time to acclimate. You've had enough time to get used to it. We're here with queer. Don't you? Don't fuck with us. And that—that that, I think has to do with generations. Like, Absolutely. I'm sure the, the the more older gays are gonna be like, we we did the fight. We fought for this. And they did. But you know, a lot of older gays are like, why are they showing off? Why why are they being so, you know, flamboyant? Why are they throwing it in our face when we had when they wouldn't they couldn't they couldn't do it when they were they were coming up. I think that's always been the evolution. Yeah, it's always because I'm still kind generation of generation over generation. I'm still kind of different. like, ooh, when something's like super gay, and that's just my my opinion. Right. Uh, but I'm, I'm sure the next generation is going to be like, oh, that's normal, that's nothing. Yeah, well, which I'm is a, great. I'm of the older generation, and Lil Nas mm. X has me full spread eagle on my sofa, <laughs> learning how to twerk. So I'm. Are you going to stall? Are you going to stall? I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. That I'm, poor coffee yeah, table. Whatever. Well, yeah. Thank you so much for for that. I, I just thought it was really interesting. That we'll see if we're going to watch that. Uh, but again, he needs to do something with the platform. Absolutely. Uh, so today's uh, topic, because this is the the, the friend group, uh, I thought it was interesting that we can maybe talk about friendship, right? Um, we could talk about the types of friendships. Mm-hmm. I know that Eduardo has a really good understanding of his friend circuit, his friend. Uh, how he has his friend categorized a little bit. 
squad, uh, B squad. No, oh. I wasn't gonna say I'm that. Kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> but he's he, got all four of them <laughs> categorized. <laughs> she got him categorized. She okay. got him ranked. Yeah. <laughs> she got a spreadsheet. Yeah. She got a spreadsheet. It's a whole and leaderboard. We, and if you piss her off, doot, doot, doot. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, and it's an ongoing spreadsheet because every encounter is then graded. It's graded. Today, hanging out with Memo was a five. Five. On a of one to For sure. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. So ha- d- tell us about how how you've uh, gotten to that kind of being able to look at people and say, this is someone close to me. Or how, how did that journey come out to be when, when uh, you started gaining your friends? Well, just to clarify, I mean, it sounds very programmed the way you do it, you know, just very analytical in terms of categorizing friends, but I'll add a little bit of light to that. Um, I think it's just been a journey, right? Into how I saw friends from high school, you know, post high school, college, and then going into the into my adulthood. You know, I always thought friends were the ones who went out with you all the time, who got shit faced with you all the time. And you know, that to me, that was the idea of friends. So yeah. I think from our own experiences, we can yeah. also, um, you know, empathize with the fact that when I first came into this group, this group was about 30 to 40 people. And to mm-hmm. me, it was like, wow, we're all friends. Well, were we She really? was living in the dream. You know, we were, we were living the dream. And, <laughs> you know, I thought everybody was my friend. And, you know, I quickly realized, you know, through hardship, adversity, I started noticing that, there was a group of people who were there during my good times, but then there was a different group of people who were there during my bad times. Yeah. So for me, that was very eye-opening, Absolutely. just that entire journey. And then I feel like, you know, you start off with a group of 40 people, and then it starts dwindling down to 25, mm-hmm. down to 15, and then down to six, yeah. you know, who you would actually consider your true friends, but not to discount anybody else that you... That, that plays a role in your life, you know, because I think you have your groups of friends that you can confide in openly without judgment. Absolutely. And then you also have your friends that you're also close to, they're close friends um, that you can share things with, but there's also a hint of reservation. They're not the first people that you would call yeah. when you're stuck. I'm stuck somewhere. I'm stuck somewhere. Can you come or and get me? something's happening to me and I need to hear your voice. I need to, you know, find comfort in your advice. So, yeah. you know, I have my friends for advice. I have my friends for shit talking. I have my friends for getting hammered. Vacation friends. Vacation friends. Um, and then I have my work okay. friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's so many different classifications where in my mind I kind of put people into these buckets subconsciously. Yeah. So that's kind of just my spiel, just very high level yeah. on, on friends. It obviously goes much deeper than that. But that's just kind of how I've learned to compartmentalize friends. And, you know, again, just to recap is your circle gets much smaller as you grow older. Oh. So that's the, that's the main Ain't point. that the truth? So you have, must have like two friends. Well, according to Facebook, <laughs> I have 1,578 friends. Of your closest friends. <laughs> of my <laughs> closest them friends. All. I know I love and know them all. Well, according to the graffiti in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that's another service she provides. <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I love that because we, we do. Like really? when, I, when I came out, it was that... Let's party. I partied every day. We I'm went still to, tired. You're, you're still tired. I haven't seen you in like a month. <laughs> Seriously. Just because we, we would go out every day. We, there was a special and every day of the week and we would just go out. And I was living. I was like, oh, these are my best friends. They're going to be in my life forever. Yep. 
and that just it just didn't work out that way because I grew, I began to see, I began to open my eyes, mm-hmm. I began to see who they really were and what they really were to me. Um, so they did kind of fall off into those other acquaintances where I see them and I say hi, but it, it, it was never the same. Absolutely. And I'd, I'd like to add a point to that too because, you know, I, I just want to make sure that it doesn't get misconstrued in the sense that, you know, these people did something wrong to me. Right. You right. know, I think for me it was just more a misalignment of, you know, just goals, personality yeah, traits. And absolutely. those are just things that didn't line up outside of the bars. We're, we're just you growing know? at different rates. And if you're not growing with me, then obviously we're going to be going right. apart, right? We're on two different roads. Exactly. And I just think because of that, you know, people just drifted apart. And I think that, I think what's sad to me, I think looking back at it now, like, yeah, we probably didn't remain close. We probably don't connect, but if I see you out, I'll say hello. Mm. And I think what I see that's very common just within this local community is knowing that you know that person, but still not acknowledging their presence. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that to me is, is, is sad. And I always try to go out of my way, like to know, you know, yeah, we haven't talked in years. Like, yeah, you passed by me a couple of times and didn't say anything, but I'm still going to come by and say hello. That's you have because you're petty. Because you have them that's records. Uh, you have them records. I have manners. Um, I, I feel like your notepad and your your notes in your phone is full of people. Right? Like on December twenty fourth, two thousand nineteen. Like, who didn't wish this me bitch. happy birthday last year? <laughs> I, I, th- I think it's the way we talk about like that group, right? So I remember before this group, like I used to have like a, my group of friends, but that consisted of a lot of straight friends, and I always wanted a group of gay friends, like my boys or my girls, right? You had your groups. I had my groups. So I, I think when I came into this group, I was so super excited that I finally have that. You know what I mean? Like, I finally have that group of friends that I can party with, hang out with. And I, like you said, like, you, like I think you outgrow yeah. certain people. And I'm not saying you outgrow them and, like, you leave them behind. You just grow in different directions. Right, right. You're not, we're not and better than anybody. Speeds. It's just we just, right. we just and like, we have different values. We have different uh, priorities that absolutely. just kind of pull us apart. Absolutely. And, like, I think that, like, and I always, like, I, like I, and, I, and I, I, always, I, say, I, I made a point to say that I met you at such a young age because even at such a young age, you were impactful. Does that make sense? Like I remember some of our conversations late night. Right. <laughs> um, and I, so I, I remember that, and I remember like like when we even like our first time we connected. I but we talked about this already. I can stand your ass. But then like when we reconnected a few years later, it was on a different wavelength. Yeah. Like the timing was. We were on. just different people. Absolutely. And like you came in later into the group, and like I knew like from the from the very first one, like we connected. We were great. You're one of my favorite people. You know, I'm trying to use your caucasity. Um, <laughs> the privilege. Use it, while you, <laughs> use it while you got it, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's just like, like, like I think like to, to kind of piggyback on what you said, it's very, people, like, you come in at specific times in one's life and you lose people at specific times in your life mm-hmm. because those people came in, like you, were, you, like you had talked about earlier, the whole, is it a reason, a season, or a lifetime? Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? So those, some of those people had their reasons. Some of those people had their seasons. And... Hopefully this isn't for a lifetime. And I mean, let's not. I'm just kidding. Let's not be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Let's not be um, like negative about no, no, these no, people. No. Because, no, because we learn something from absolutely. these people, right? There, there should never the be reason. a the reason, right? Yeah, the reason absolutely. is absolutely. you were there to teach me this. Absolutely. And if like, it was positive or negative, you you taught me this, and I'm the person I am now because of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it should be. Uh, it should be something that we that we cherish is is the time we had with people is because Absolutely. we learned we learned these you things know, from us. We had great we had great memories with that group. I still take a lot of those memories with me. 
Um, some people I see them, and, it, and it's actually nice to see certain mm-hmm. people like, hey, it's been a minute. I'm glad you're yeah. doing well. Some I don't talk to, and that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's okay. It's okay. Uh, the more you say it, the more it's real. Yeah, <laughs> for, for sure. Stay where you are. Um, but like, I don't. There's no animosity. Is that the right word? I tell think us. A, I think that's a sign of maturity. If that's true, it, no, it you, is. You it have is. gotten on in your like, life, and it's behind you. There's people that I can see, and I'll be like, "We're not saying hi," and I'm okay with that. Like, mm-hmm. cool. You do you. I'm gonna do me. And I got these guys, I got you, and I'm good with that. Like, you know what I mean? And I have a million cousins, so we're good with that too. Um, but no, like, I agree with you wholeheartedly on, on how you say all that. But there's no. What about you? I only have two friends. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. There's three of us here. <laughs> Who is it? Exactly. <laughs> um, no, I'm teasing. I, we, I know we have all talked about this too, but I, I think of my friends, I've kind of, you know, as I've gone through life, I have acquired this, these groups of people you know again kind of reason season lifetime but there have been people that have stuck along the way yeah. you know people that i childhood friends that mm-hmm. i'm still friends with Same. even as i approach 40 um but you know then people that i made friends 16. with in high school and then people that i made friends with when i moved to phoenix and and um got into school and then as i got into my career and and i have i, I had a discussion with another friend once um because he was like you have friends all over the place. And mm-hmm. I, as I think about it, it's kind of like a weird little orbit. You know, I've got a group of, you know, of women that are, that I've met through like the retail world and the interior mm-hmm. design world who I idolize, you know, I admire Absolutely. them because I have always been drawn to really strong women, really powerful yeah, right. women. And I, I have such ad- admiration for them and I have learned so much from them and have be built such close friendships with them and become part of their family. Absolutely. So they are part of my inner circle. And then I've got my friends that I first came to, you know, when I first came to Phoenix, I had this, this group of guys um, that I met when I first came out, uh, the, the gentleman that took me out that first night, I met <laughs> one of my best friends and he said to me, he goes, you and I are going to be friends. <laughs> and we went out every single night of the week. Yeah. Like, Manicure Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, everything. And fr- we've been friends ever since. And we've had fallouts, but we'll always be in my inner circle. You know, like Absolutely. he is that person that yeah. I call if if I've got good, if I've got bad, he needs help. You know, like we, we're there for each other. And, um, you know, and then I got brought into this group of friends several years ago. I mean, we had become like professionally connected right. and built our friendship. And then inter- he introduced me to, you know, the broader group. And all of a sudden I was like, holy cow, now I have this other group of people mm-hmm. that was like, it was instant. And mm-hmm. for the, I kind of look at that in contrast to the, or not even in contrast, but like aligning with like these friends that I've built yeah. friendships for 30 something years yeah. with. Um, and then I'm like, oh, it was really easy and effortless. And, and suddenly, you know, suddenly we're part of it. So I always kind of think of my, these, all of these people that I've made friends with over the years. And um, I, I kind of, I don't have, categories per se but I kind of think of friendships in kind of an orchestra row and it's like you've got this this really close circle you know who are the people that I'm going to call when I win who are the people that I'm going to call when I'm losing when I'm worried when I'm happy sad etc 
one of you guys is in that group and oh, you know <laughs> I'm kidding the battle uh, <laughs> but it's, we had know, that casino moment it is that, it's that it's that really tight knit circle the, th- the people that I would have stand by me at a wedding the people that I would you know you all better. of those things and then you've got kind of that second row who you know people that I've made friendships that I you know through work and through school and mm-hmm. you know we've been friends we talk once or twice a year we wish each other happy birthday right. all of that and then you've got kind of the acquaintances so you've got one mm-hmm. two three um I don't really fuck with anybody beyond like if we if we had beef and you know we don't have we had a friendship at one point we don't anymore for some reason um one of my mechanisms is to just kind of close it off and it's not being icy it's not being non-friendly you're either in or you're out with me Mm -hmm. and so I you know that's you know you're if you're not in like row one two three then I really don't we don't know each other and I think it's a read but you kind of like tend to trim the fat Mm-hmm. The excess. Right. And Ironically, as a fat person, I trim I, the I with my really bitch. You're my fat boy sandwich right now. You're telling <laughs> us. Well, I almost feel like you know you're kind of damned if you do or damned if you don't in terms of acknowledging someone's presence that you had a falling out with. You know, for me personally, I have been told that my toxic trait is making people I've had fallouts with uncomfortable. So if I see them clear across the room, we've obviously had a fallout, whether it be months ago, years ago. Me coming up to them saying hello and acknowledging their presence has been viewed as a petty move. Mm-hmm. Like you're you're reaching out to that person to let them know you're still that bitch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, so but you. for me, for me, <laughs> it's for been me. mostly of like for me. I have I, I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want other people to be uncomfortable. So I'm just gonna go ahead and address the elephant in the room. Why'd you look at me when you said that? <laughs> you bitch. Better you than I'm me, girl. You got it. Better you than me, girl. You bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it, we have all those. We have those people in our lives where, like, yeah. you know, I know this Karen that I hate, and that I'd never want to see her again, right? right? But it is, it is weird when we're on the same group together. We see each other around, and everybody has beef with somebody. Uh, yeah, yeah, but but I'm not uncomfortable about it if i see you if i don't fuck with you i don't fuck with you well, that's and, I'm, you. and i'm not for me for me <laughs> i'm just i'm not i'm not gonna disturb what what took me so long to get to is like a peace with myself and, and where i'm at i'm not gonna disturb that by by trying to be the bigger person sweetie literally i am <laughs> i'm six six sweetie and whole whole lot of a whole lot of woman <laughs> <laughs> i'm a psychological man um we're not but like for me, it's like I'm not. I'm, to me, it's 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 it requires energy, and I'm not at a place right now where I want to just give out my energy. Like you know, I give mm-hmm. it to you guys because I fuck with y'all. Yeah. Um. But like, there's people who I'm sorry. Like. Yeah, I can yeah. understand both sides of both it. sides. Right? I just, I just, just something I feel like I have to do yeah. for my own well-being, mm-hmm. and for not, my energies to not. And be it's off. it's about sure, yeah. it's for you. It's not for the other person. Right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. And I get that. And I'm not saying that your way is wrong. By no means am I saying that. Please don't think that. But it's more of like, you know, I get where you're coming from and I respect that. You know what I mean? I totally respect that. And I I, I may talk shit about it when you do. I'm like, here we go. And I told you this. And like, girl, you're being, I just, I'm like, girl, you're being petty. I just <laughs> don't know why when I do something, people think it's petty. Because we know you. Because we know. 
Because you're petty. <laughs> girl, how many yeah, times? You're Patricia, times girl. Have we, have we done the whole, like, in the cabin trip? We're all, let's play petty. And we've literally come out with, like, the pettiest things we've ever done. Girl, you are leaps and bounds and heaps and countries ahead of us. Blue ribbon petty. Petty. Blue ribbon petty. Patricia petty Petunia. LaBelle. Petty LaBelle. Petty bacon oh. petty's pies. Sweetie. I mean, we all, we can all be petty. We can all admit that we've been petty. Oh, with somebody, so, an ex, with somebody petty, that our friendships were over. It, it, it's I it's in the moment. I think that a person who says they've never been petty in their life is lying, is lying. to themselves and lying to everybody mm-hmm. else. So like, I think petty comes with, with, with every stage in life. You learn to be, you, now you don't learn to be, but you're a petty to an extent. You learn not to be with that person yeah. or with that situation. Petty is part of it. Like, yeah. Cause it's part of like revenge and not necessarily like physical revenge. We're going to get back at that person. But for you, it's, it's about, you did this to me, so I'm not going to fuck with you in this way, or I'm not going to say hi to you. So you're being petty. Mm-hmm. I think in that, everybody, everybody does. And that's giving energy to it, right? Uh, exactly. And I, I thought it was really interesting the way that you guys are characterizing how you kind of see friendships and the levels of friendships, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was watching a, a musical. It's a, it's a musical, musical play from Medea, and she kind of goes over uh, what, how she sees people in people's lives, and she's, she put it as a tree, right? People who are leaves, you know, those leaves are there, they're beautiful, but they fall off. That's yeah. just kind of those acquaintances. Like you meet yeah. them and they fall off for the season, right? Mm-hmm. Then those those limbs are people that are in your life. They're a little bit more than leaves. They're more in your life than than, um, than that. Uh, but those, you know, those leaves break off. The wind comes and those break off and that's how you grow apart, right? You're not part of the tree anymore. Right. And then when you look at best friends and people who are really close to you, those are the roots. Because right. those are the people who feed you, right? The roots Come are feeding through, the tree. Come through, my dear. Yeah. 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 And those, those people are feeding yeah. you, right? The roots feed the tree. Not not the the leaves. I mean, they do, but most of the the, the nourishment is from the roots, right? Yeah. right. So those people are, are the people who are, are feeding you that love, that friendship, that con- uh, being their confidants and being that person you always reach out to mm-hmm. when you need something is because you have trust in, the, in that on those pe- Absolutely. people so that's yeah. how we look at friendships um what part of the tree are they for me now because you can be a limb and, and then evolve into a, a, a root by your actions by yeah. by right. how you're there for me and i'm there for you right but a root can also become a leaf very quickly very quickly Not yeah any- absolutely yeah. I, th- I think so like very quickly yeah. so let me ask you this and, and was that- it really a root or was yeah, it was really a root? Say, was it, it really a root? I, I mean, it might not have tree, been a root. Yeah, I think parts it of the tree like move, it. but I, yeah, it might have been. Felt like yeah, it. I think when you look back, was it really a root? Was it just yeah, sure. a, and thicker, that, a think, thicker branch? I think oh, <laughs> a thickum branch. <laughs> oh, thickums. <laughs> I think, yeah, yeah. a lot of people confuse the three, and they're like, oh, you're my uh, best friend. We're Because that's how I felt when I was younger. I was like, mm-hmm. you're my best friend. And we've had those friends that are like, we're in the group, and we thought that they were the best friends. I, this person was at my wedding. Don't uh, get me started. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all, we all we've all had those people yeah. thought, oh my god, this is gonna be like my 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 child's godparents. Right. Uh, they're gonna be in my life forever, and it just it did, ended up not being that uh, in the end, which is okay. Um, but I, I always try to to not give so much power to it, like anger for yeah. that not happening, because I do have a great group of friends roots that I could always depend on. Um, and it, it's great to, to at least not confuse them. Absolutely. Right. So let me ask you this. Would you can do so like when we talked about this and so we talked about like how RuPaul said, Oh my God, I can't believe I'm quoting this. 
But RuPaul, so that, you know, as gay people, we have we get to choose. We get to choose our family. To an extent, I think everybody has that, right? But I think as gay people, we're more prevalent to do it because you create the, these circles, right? And then you end up finding your roots, if, if you may. Yeah. So I think, like, 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 I've always said it to you guys. To you guys, you guys are my family. Like, you guys come over. Y'all know my parents. Y'all know my family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, lavando ropa or trastes or whatever you call mm-hmm. it with my mom. And so, like, so, so do you, are you believers in that, that, that people cross that, that line and... And become family to you, like like I so I'm oh, a yeah. f- full believer, like like with this circle here, and like the, you know the other people who are not here, but like like our girls and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and, and maybe in other groups you will have that as well. Right. But like, do you are you are you guys people that that believe that it is a family? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think that you know with that whole whole family dynamic and who you choose, I think it's. It's very important for me to keep in mind who those who those roots are. And I think for me, I I'm not so quick to cut them off because in my mind I said, I decided to make a commitment to you. This is how I view you. You're my root. And yeah, you may have fucked me over, but you know, like I wanna know why. I wanna mm-hmm. give this a chance. And I'm if you're equally as invested with me to work on these things, like so am I. So I'm very, I'm not that quick to cut my roots off. Like, I, I see it mm-hmm. like as an investment, really. Like, you know, Absolutely. like I, I don't just let it go. I've worked so hard to get it to that point, and so have they. So, you know, a lot of these things could be miscommunications or they mm-hmm. could be, you know. Which a lot of the time ends up being miscommunication. Which a lot of times mm-hmm. end up being miscommunication. So, you know, I, I just want to make it clear that for those, for those roots, maybe because you made a very conscious decision to make them your roots, like mm-hmm. maybe don't be so quick to cut them off. And then there's a thing of maybe to me you're a root, but to, to them I'm just a, a leaf, a, a leaf right. or a... I think when you get to root stage, it's the same. It's, it has to be It's got to be right. the same because you're you're committed to that investment. And a, relation, a friendship is a relationship. Mm-hmm. There's work mm-hmm. to it. There's a lot of work to keeping a friendship. And it's two ways. And I feel like sometimes like a friendship is it can be a little bit of a tougher relationship. Well, it, sometimes it lasts because longer than relationships had, that are like intimate. Lasts longer than several than boyfriends. <laughs> for real, a few relationships. Right. For sure. So it's, a, it's that feeling of like when you start dating somebody new, you there's a there's um there's that thing where you're like fighting for attention of that person, right? Right. right. And you're kind of in the middle. You're like, well, I just met you and I like you a lot. I've known these people for 10 plus years. Yeah, that, this, is a, this is a historic relationship. You are new in my life. And we do have those people who are like, I got a boyfriend, bye. And we never see them again. But when do we see them? When they break up. When they break up. And they're like, oh, I'm crying. Oh, he broke up with me. Oh, please comfort me. And as friends, you're like, New phone, who Damn, is? I'm, I'm, I love you and I want to support you, but where was I when... When See, you were in this I relationship, think, I think I don't know if you would call it a toxic trait, but I would probably still embrace that person, to be quite of honest. Of course, and that's more about you than than the other person. I see. But I, 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 coming from the flip side, I'm not that person who ran away, but I'm that person who. Me and you've had this conversation mm-hmm. where it's hard for me to speak on it. You know what I mean? It's hard for me to talk about it. You know, me and you have. And I think I've actually had this with all of you, um, where when I was going through it, it's I can't. It's hard for me to talk about it. I have to put this this front of. A swallow? Uh, the swallow. The swallow. I'm good. And so even though you know damn well a bitch is going through it, mm-hmm. 
you know, it's, it's, it's hard because like, that's just, you're not built that way. So when you come across somebody who you feel is a rule and they're not communicating with you, you have to like, you have to take a step back. What's going on here? Is it a me thing? Is it a them thing? Is this how they're built? Cause like, I, I think like when I'm going through it, like the last thing I want is, or the last thing on my mind is thinking that you're feeling bad because I'm not talking to you about it. Mm-hmm. I think that's just my toxic trait is that I hold it all in and I, I try to find a way to deal with it myself. So that's why like, I think, I think you're right. And I agree with that, like, with what you guys are saying of like, sometimes you have to really reconsider is that person really mm-hmm. being a leaf right now? Or is it just going through something? Yeah, because we, we've sense? gone through literally the same exact situation with one of our old friends, mm-hmm. where it felt like we were just another group in his little arsenal, right? Mm-hmm. And we felt that there was no allegiance. Right. right. Um, and we can I think it's okay to cut people off that mm-hmm. just don't align with what you're going through with your friendship, with your, with your goals. Right. right? Um, and speaking of toxic traits, like what's, what's another toxic trait that you have are guilty of, or you see in others? I think a toxic trait that I've been guilty of is feeling like, feeling some type of way when my best friend is hanging out with other people, Um, which is definitely very toxic. Um, (laughs) But then quickly snapping out of it. Wait a minute. That's all of us like, hold on. Hold on. on. Can we share that fucking coffee? Let me clarify. You know, you snap out of it really quickly because you realize, wow, I'm a whole adult with a whole ass career. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, Being Jerry and Patrick and whole ass bills. Whole ass bills. And I'm worried about what my best friend's doing having dinner with, with so-and-so. Yeah. Like, you know, like it's, it's those types of things. But you catch yourself and you're human and you go through those things and then you just snap right out of it. So I would have some time. It takes a little longer to snap out I of it. I don't know if I snap out of it or if I show up at that dinner. Yeah. <laughs> You'll catch me behind, you'll Matt, catch me behind the menu. We've never done that. We've never uh, crashed a date of our friends. What? Oh, no, not at all. I've never, never. been at Hanny's ordering pizza, like, mm-hmm. two rows over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. No. But I've, I've never had. No, I could probably <laughs> tell you what each one of your toxic traits Oh, no, we're not about that. Actually, we're, no, we're, I'm <laughs> interested. I, and I was literally thinking about this when, we, when you asked that. I'm like, we, I, I think we think it's something, but I think people see other things that we do as toxic. So I'm mm-hmm. actually curious what this one has to say. Because oh. I've got a list. We're trying to fight? Bring the tea. Bring the tea. I mean, if we if we want to get the into that, I think open, so. yeah, and I'm not just and keeping tea. this exclusive to us. I think a lot of people can identify with these yeah. toxic mm-hmm. traits because um, I think they're actually pretty common. Mm-hmm. So of course, I think for gay you, or straight for you, friendships, memo your toxic trait is. If you feel some way about one of your friends, you're not so quick to address it. You're a little bit quicker to ice them out. You know what I mean? You're There's you're a little bit quicker to, to be like, you know, like, hey, you know, like, and then you're not sharing things with them. You're not checking uh-huh. in with them. Um, and I think because we know this about you, we kind of fill in that gap and say, hey, bitch, we got to talk. And we force it out of you. At least mm-hmm. I have. Because, like, for me, for me... <laughs> I, I shut down. Right. Mm-hmm. I shut down and I don't talk about it because like I don't know I don't know what it is if it's a fear of saying I think it's your pain. Latina pettiness. It's it's uh Because I, you're like, let me show them I'm upset. I think there's there's truth and to that. let them come to me. Well you don't want that conflict. 
Right. Like, I'm, I very hear, I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. Not exactly. com- I'm not a conversational yeah. person. Yeah. I mean, I have my moments where I will be up in a bitch's face. If, you know what I mean? But that's it's not- me. I'm bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's the face. (laughs) Face. Face. Um, No, I mean, like, there's truth to that. There is truth. truth. I think with all of us. As a friends group, what did we decide? You know, because communication is key in friendships. We said, if you're bothered, tell me. If you're bothered, tell me. Text me. Pull me to the side. Let me know. Like, and I think we all agreed that we'd come from a place of understanding yeah. rather mm-hmm. than like ridiculing. Like, are you fucking kidding? Me? Feedback is a you gift, know, like, girls. Feedback is <laughs> a gift, <laughs> as we say. But we don't do it as feedback. As we, we say it in <laughs> We just shit talk. <laughs> but it, it's it's very. I think I'm guilty of it. I think everybody yeah. here is guilty of it. Where you you want to be upset and you want to be like, mm-hmm. I need you to know that I'm upset. Which is fine. I think everybody does it. I got it from my mom. Like, my yeah. mom's upset when she doesn't talk to me. Or yeah, she doesn't talk yeah. to somebody, right? Yeah, That's where I learned it from is is, is ice people out yeah. until they notice, and then you're like, I'm fine, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. We get the very passive-aggressive text. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your dinner, guys. Yeah. Just, <laughs> Stay blessed. I feel attacked. <laughs> personally attacked. You know what I mean? We get those, and then we don't hear from you for like a month. Right. But who's counting, right? Who's counting? <laughs> yeah. What, what, what's Danny's? What yeah, what's mine? Oh, we're still on that. Yeah. Great. I mean, you wanted to do um, this. No, and I guess this is also to, to I think a lot of people can empathize with, with this too. I think that Danny's, eh, I don't know if I want to call it a toxic trait, um, would probably be talking about the situation with other members of the group. Chismosa. You call me Chismosa. She got, she, she no. like a little cheese man. Okay. Like for sure. Oh, like you don't. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, anywho, this isn't about me. <laughs> hey, what, how do our conversations start? <laughs> Girl, oh what? what? <laughs> That's literally. <laughs> he can call me on a conference call and go, bitch, and I'm like, what is it? <laughs> I mean, I'm just at work right now. Got 20 people on hold, but I could chat. No, like, no. like when we used to work together, like we, even though like I was literally right outside of his office, right? Like we're right next to each other, and I would send him a an instant message, and obviously I'm not gonna use the word bitch on company property. I would just send him a quick, I am, bitch. He's like, get here, now. The door's unlocked, like seriously. No, but, but you know, going back to that, that point is like, um, you know, I don't think it comes from a place of chismoso. I think it comes from a place of like, you're trying to vent, you're trying to get your thoughts together before you come to the person. Like, yeah. am I the one overreacting? Yeah. So that's how I think of it. But then in that moment, I start thinking like, wow, you're really gonna talk to all of them about this mm-hmm. before you talk to me about it. But I see the method. I see what you're trying to do. I well, think the re- you're trying to check yourself yeah. to make sure that your feelings are validated yeah. before you come to I, me with Because I never want to come to you and be wrong. Right. Let me prep my speech. I didn't know this was about me. You made it about you. No, I definitely understand that. The only reason that I talk to the others is because they know me, they know them, the other person that I'm referring mm-hmm. to, they know how we are, and they know so, you. And they know you. So it's it's it yeah. is a good. So I just need chat. feedback from everybody to be like, am I wrong, or is or, or are they wrong? Is this a fair point? Can I have a conversation with this person? Uh, because it's always just this conversation with with us. Yay! <laughs> it's a party. It's a party. Uh, but I my intentions are not to be chismoso. I want to talk about it. 
You know I'm yeah. a talker. I love to talk about things and feelings and stuff like that. So I want to make sure that I'm not doing anything wrong because if I do need to apologize, at least I know why. I, I have another perspective. You will uh, take ownership of that. I, whenever I've done something wrong or I've insulted you, I've always apologized because you made a good point. I, there's nothing I could say to that, right? Yeah. So I definitely want to be prepared for what's about to happen. Like I don't want a conversation where it's off the rails, right? Yeah. Right. What's this, bitches? Oh, I didn't ask. <laughs> <laughs> what are you about to get? Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah go ahead. I, I, I think, you know, this, this goes again to show you the such diversity within friend groups, you know? Like, so you have... Nice save. You have Memo's toxic <laughs> trait. You have yours. And then I think, I think for Tyler, it's been mostly, like, at times, I don't think this is all the times, it's, you know, it can, it can seem very dismissive sometimes. Yep. Um, but I think that's just how you operate. And the fact that I know this about you, that doesn't bother me. Mm -hmm. That's like, mm -hmm. we're going to chat tomorrow. We'll be good. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we'll yeah. see each other at this point. But, like, I know when you're upset because it's very visible. But I think the same could be said about me. Everybody. Like, uh, it's like, you know, like, oh, he's clearly upset. He's like, you could bring the energy down in the entire But room. the wonderful thing about that is that <laughs> because we're so close, we know that. Right, exactly. We know that. And, and, and we look at each other and we're like, he's he's feeling some kind of way mm -hmm. and we can understand mm -hmm. like memo whenever you get quiet we know memo's quiet he must be upset so memo's walking off you memo's out. walking off in front of us uh in paris and th that's a that's a sign <laughs> she's all dramatic with her hoodie on her headphones in walking away no, but i think that's the difference because these are the types of behaviors i accept from my roots you yeah, know, absolutely. these are the types of behaviors yeah. I accept from you. Yeah. Let another person who let another you know, may, may let, me, let a leaf do that to you, bitch. Let a leaf do that to me, and I'm just like, go on, bye, bye. Next, yeah. like yeah. at that point, I think I would I would get upset. Um, you know, but from this group, it's just more of like you know just having a moment. Yeah, we'll we'll just get past it. There's yeah. a feeling we'll of like tomorrow. you've earned my trust, you learn you've right. earned my love and my friendship. So you're family, and you sometimes you take things from family that. You yeah. wouldn't take from a, from like an acquaintance exactly. or, yeah. or someone else Absolutely. because you've earned your place at my side. Yeah. So, and to go off his point with you, I think the distance is just a mechanism. And you've told us before, this mm -hmm. is my mechanism. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. I, totally. I take this very seriously. Friendships are something that are family, right? So, because I've said to you that I feel like I haven't been close to, to Tyler mm -hmm. and that was probably by design because you weren't ready mm -hmm. and i think it was my bad to be like why aren't, why aren't we talking about our childhood <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> it's dramatic right yeah so yeah <laughs> opening up that channel words, right uh but i i've learned that it takes time with you it takes action it takes you know those times where you we talk and cry yeah she's a whole onion she's a whole onion she's a shrek moment <laughs> <laughs> You, know, you gotta pull back those layers one at a time, and I think with, with Tyler, it's like you're very—I don't—I don't, I don't want to say you're very guarded because you're not. I don't think you're a guarded, but you're an open book. But you're an open book to certain people. With, well, you're in or you're out with me, which is that's funny because it's been saying, my that's what I'm saying. yeah. You're, you're you're only certain people who are allowed in, and when when you're in, you're in. Like, mm -hmm. There's no like I'm ride or die, and it's absolutely. always it has always been that way. And it's I think an exclusive club. It, it, it's not a. <laughs> There's been plenty of people on this ride. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, uh, graffiti in the <laughs> you're right. <laughs> but I do think it's it's it is that thing, you know, where I want to identify. That might be my toxic. You know, I can let people in. I think in my 20s, or you know, in high school or in my 20s, 
my toxic trait was like, I want everybody to be my friend. Like everybody was in. And I think as I've gotten older and I find myself saying that a lot more, but it is because I'm reflecting back on my life. I have found that, that it's, it is a blessing more than it is like a trait, like a negative trait or a toxic trait. Like if you're in, I will fucking go to the mat for you every time. If you're on my team, if you're in my sports team, if you're in my friend circle, like you're my people Mm -hmm. and I want my people. And I think that comes from the fact that I lost my best friend when I first moved to Phoenix. And, um, you know, that was a time where I thought this, I don't want to be here anymore. Like it, I didn't know how to reconcile all Mm -hmm. of that. And I did, I think it was the first time in my life in my adult life where I really did shut off. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to go through that. Like, I'm not going to let anybody in anymore because Mm -hmm. I don't, I can't afford that loss. You know, whether it's a friend deciding to depart or Mm -hmm. it's my, you know, or it, or something beyond my control, you know, this one was beyond my control. Um, but it was such, it was, it was, that was a tough one. And then as I went through and, you know, started therapy and you know kind of my own spiritual journey it really was about taking this trait from nick and to sustain or to go because from there i began to lose very key people in my life you know my stepbrother my stepdad who i was very you know close to my stepdad he raised me and um you know to uh you know a grandmother and an uncle and friends here in phoenix like you know, all of these things started happening and I was just like, fuck it, fuck. Like, this, even a therapist, even a my therapist was like, this is an odd amount of yeah. people, like a loss to have in your life. But as I went through that journey, I looked back and I was like, I want to take the key. Those people were part of my root system. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to take that quality, like a, a quality of theirs and pay it forward into the world as part of their legacy. And the one that Nick had hands down, unconditional love. Mm -hmm. And in my 23 years, you know, before he had passed, Nick was the very first person in my life that gave me unconditional love. Truly. Like, beyond... And I love my family. I have no... You know, but from a true, like, root connection, it was Nick. And so I said to myself, going forward, if you you're getting unconditional love for me. So if you're in, that's where, I think that's where it comes from. If you're in, you're in. Mm -hmm. But if, and if you're not, I don't have time to mess with you. Mm -hmm. Like it's, I just, I, cause I have people in my circle that I give ever, I'll give you all everything I got. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's, I'm finding that's, you know, that can create challenges in a, a relationship, you know, like a, with a partner. Um, Cause they can't, you know, maybe they can't reconcile, how much of myself I give out to my friend work, but you have to understand, I, I, the way that I describe it is you have to understand, this is my world. Mm -hmm. Like this is my fucking world and I can't. I mean, that's what chosen family is. Yeah. Yeah. And like I've said, it's like, they're going to, they were here before you and Mm -hmm. they're probably going to be here after After you. you. Mm -hmm. So like you don't compare where you don't compete. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. Did I just quote Joanna Scammer? But it's, there, there's so much truth to that. Like, how are you going to compare yourself to these friends, these relationships? These and ask them to be like, oh, give me I, all your time. That I spent so many years developing. investing mm-hmm. and developing. And how are you going to sit there and tell me you're spending too much time with your friends? Mm-hmm. Look, sweetie, what I, one of the things that I've learned is you're not, you're not going to come into my life to change it. 
you're coming into my life to play a part. Or enhance it. And, to, mm -hmm. and, and that's it. You're coming into my life to enhance it, to add to it. You're not going to come in here to try to take something away from me. Mm -hmm. You're not coming in here to change it. You're just coming in here to add to it. And if right. you and if you can't follow that, if you can't get on that train, I'm sorry, honey, keep it moving. You better go kick rocks or something mm -hmm. because this ain't the place for you. Right. Stay tuned for the Stay next tuned. episode. <laughs> Relationships. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I mean, also the, the toxic traits of, of some people are like, you need to choose me. Yeah. You right. need to choose me, and that's it. Yeah. It's always us. Yeah, but you, you yeah. they're, they're going to get lives. They're going to get married. They're going to have their own yeah. lives that maybe you're not going fit to fit completely the same way as the, when you guys were best friends, you guys yeah. were together. Um, I also see toxicity when friends don't support other friends in right. success. When, yeah. when you see somebody succeeding or... or growing away from you and you hate it and you want to talk shit and you want to minimize their success i i hate that and i love that this group is always celebrating uh, milestones within our lives someone's getting married somebody's getting promoted somebody's doing great things we always support each other and i think a lot of people have those friends that are toxic in that way i want to right. be there first in the first in the first row like applauding you or whatever mm -hmm. it is and I think that's like I agree with you. That's one of the most amazing things that we have about this friendship. We're petty between us, and we talk mm -hmm. so much shit between us. But only I can talk shit. Right. <laughs> but that one over there talks <laughs> shit. But I think that with us, like we celebrate every victory. We wipe tears at every, you know what I mean, at every hardship. So we all um, cried up in here. <laughs> so um, <laughs> that wasn't obvious. But uh, we. Uh, where was I? I don't know, girl. <laughs> Just rambles, no, we were talking, rambles you, you, were, you were talking a little bit more in terms of, like, you appreciate the fact that we celebrate our yeah, wins yeah, and yeah. that we're always on the front row to celebrate Absolutely. each other. Absolutely. And, like, and that's, like, that's one of the things, like, that I love about this group is that we've done that so many times. Like, we've new jobs. Hey, all right, cool. We can go have a drink. You start mm -hmm. a new job. Or, you know, new place. Cool. We're going to go out. We want to celebrate the new place for you. We want to make a mess. <laughs> like, you know, like, we're, we're, <laughs> no we're very up. that. And it's, and, it's, and it's one of the things that... Like, I remember when, when this kind of started developing into what it is, a lot of people said that we were very clicky. Mm. And no, it's Who not. Said that? <laughs> Who said that? Who said that? Sweetie, from 40 to th four. Like, <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's, 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 uh, it's, we, fuck. For me, it's, it's, they said that we were very clicky. And it's not about that. I think we grew into this. We found support in one another. Yeah. We found positive like you said there's people who are there for the good ones and then you see who's really there for the bad ones yeah and i'm not saying put in you, the work yeah you put in the a lot work. of people are not willing absolutely. to put in the work absolutely and and it, it it's that it's that that we found in each other that we decided like this is a person that like you said can come into that inner circle and that i can be me who is a fool and you're okay with that it's that unconditional love like yeah we talk shit but at the end of, at the end of the day at the base of it all it, it, there's love there's love yeah and misguided right. but it, there's love. <laughs> and i also i also see like you know like friend groups and i think i've been a part of these dynamics too is where um you subconsciously compete with your best friend oh yeah you know, i've i've yeah. had best friends in the yeah. past where i thought you know they were competing they were competing with me um and it was like subconsciously i did it back and yeah. it almost like we threw jabs at each other mm -hmm. that we knew were gonna hurt us mm -hmm. 
and it just came back and forth, back and forth. And to me, it's like, well, that's my best friend, you know. And I yeah. kept making excuses for that type of behavior, and not to say that they were wrong and I was wrong. I think we were both wrong. Yeah. yeah. And maybe we just didn't align. And I think what I took from that was, you know, we're all on different journeys. What I'm doing shouldn't matter to this person or that person, right. but at least support me and I'll do yeah. the same. Like uh -huh. if I'm going, you know, towards this big new role in corporate America and you're starting your own little pancake business, mm -hmm. like, you I know, one's, pancakes. one's not, <laughs> one's not more important than the other yeah. because you know, one's, one's getting a big salary right off the bat. Mm -hmm. And then the other one's having it's, building it's a struggle. business, it's right? Building yeah. it's struggle, you know? So I like where I'm, where my mentality has evolved into that. Versus just constantly competing with a with a friend. Yeah, um, I think that that's very toxic. Again, when when you don't support, I mean, this this is your friend. This this person speaks for you, mm -hmm. in the sense that they were worthy, you know, worthy of being your friend, being in that circle, and you should be proud of that person. Uh, we need to like have girl power, right? Um, support each other <laughs> because. You represent me and I represent you. Absolutely. So why would you want to tear down somebody else that represents you in that, in that, in that way, in that friendship, right? Absolutely. So I definitely think a lot of people need to kind of step back and, and, and look at their friends and be like, am I getting what I need? Am I getting nourishment? Am I getting love? Am I getting uh, non-judgmental advice? Mm -hmm. and is this person really batting for me? Right. And be like, you know what? I'm going to step back from this friendship because it's not healthy for me. And yeah. it's okay to do that. Or mm -hmm. I'm going to lean into it and challenge myself yeah. so that I can learn more about people and broaden my, hor yeah. you know, kind of broaden my horizons and understand different personality types and, and grow as a person because I'm exposing myself to so, you know, some other personalities yeah. that are going to help me be better. Yeah. For sure. A lot of, a lot of people don't take that too well, yeah. right? Uh, you can either take from it and, and, and learn from it or kind of cut it out, Yeah. cut it off. Right. Um, so I definitely, love talking about this this subject because i think we can go on we, on we can go on, on and on about this subject um but i do want to go into the next segment which is uh bitch fit this what is the time this is where you can have a bitch fit 30 seconds <sighs> tell us be mad. what's pissing you off right we now. had one in the car for me was that about you being late <coughs> oh no oh, honey. oh. Because I had that well, in my mine car, is that which Eduardo just was, Eduardo was late, and he lives two blocks down the, the street. That could be one of y'all's bitch fits about me. That's your toxicity Wait, right was, now. What was mine? We were talking about it in the car, and I was like, what was it? I don't know, bitch. I'm like, remind me. Well, good work. <laughs> that didn't really work, did it? What kind of an assistant are you? I know. You're How about right? you? What's your bitch fit? I fucking hate kitten heels. <laughs> oh, they are the they are the they are the devil of fashion. I don't understand them. They I see them and I don't get it. I don't know who they're designed for. You know, it's one of those things that I I may never understand. But there's so much shoe there, and then just this little nub, <laughs> and it seems so right. Like what? Why? Why is it a it's thing? It's for the older lady. Or no, the, no, no, no. You're either lifted or you're not. Stand it <laughs> on a stem or get the fuck on a flat. Like just go about your day. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> Eduardo, what's your bitch fit about? Minimalism. You hate it. You love it. Hate it. Why? Why? Because you're extra. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> like block at Chipotle. She needs bells, whistles, all of it. All of it. She's got the chrome, the gold, the, the gold, aqua, the extra, the extra. Fur. She's all about it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. that's true. Memo, did you think of your bitch face? I, it was a good one. We had it in the. It car. wasn't good enough, was it? So good. Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, bitch. 
Do you remember? You don't remember? No. Jovan, do you remember? No. So well, because I was heated. You were heated. You were mad. I was mad. I guess yeah. you're over it now. Yeah. <laughs> no, bitch. You're always mad, bitch. Why are you so mad? Why are you so mad? I'm tired. She's tired. Oh, all her life she's had to fight. And I stay fighting with these bitches. She's still fighting. Yeah. <laughs> she had to fight those heels she was wearing. <laughs> but they weren't getting heels. I did hear them clicking when we were walking in. I heard them bend. <laughs> I might have heard them cry. Oh. That was your belt, sweetie. Oh. Oh. Anyway. That's another toxic Back trait. to toxic trait. <laughs> Back to the bitch fest. Uh, well, what do you think people can do to kind of decipher? what kind of friends they have and what what should they do if they feel like somebody's being toxic got it so for you it's I, I, I sweetie i'm almost 30 i don't have the time to you're almost 40. <laughs> is there a horn or something we can do when he lies <laughs> <laughs> that's a lie you lying <laughs> almost 30 <laughs> <laughs> fuck out of here <laughs> so your patience is like minimal you know what I've just come to a point in my life where I don't have time to be spending on insignificant shit. Either you, either you're in you're mad, girl. Why are you sweating? You, I, I, this is my bitch fit. You're either you're either on board or you're off the fucking ship. Like I don't have time for complacency. I don't have. You're time the opinion of for you I ain't got shit for this. Mind. I ain't got I time for this. I know who fucks with me and I know who I fuck with, and that's all that that's all I need. Like I'm not at a place where I'm like, oh well, you know, no, no. sweetie, it's cut, it's out. You can move on to the next. Keep it moving. Let's go, Eduardo. What's what do you think? What they should do? I think people should lean into how people make them feel. So for me, a lot of it is, is about feelings, you know? So if, if there's, if there's people in your life that make you feel a certain way, might be time to reevaluate those relationships. If there's people that make you feel great, might be time to lean into them a little bit mm -hmm. more, um, and just kind of give yourself that nourishment. So there's people in my, even in my acquaintance circle that I get excited about seeing like, wow, I'm going to see this person. It's going to mm -hmm. be so fun. It's going to be so hilarious. Like who? those are people. Who are what are you talking about? Who? I'm talking about people. Who are you talking to? Yeah. Who? Who? Just, other who is this person? Uh, all right. Easy. <laughs> easy. So, I got a bridge you know, for me, it's like lean into, those, <laughs> lean into those feelings and try to, you know, be conscious about maybe reaching out to them more because okay. some of these people include people I haven't talked to. So reflect years. on your actions to yeah. kind of distinguish if that's why. Yeah. Okay. Tyler. Can you please repeat the question? <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> to get a free dinner. <laughs> we'll Who's that, that free? <laughs> oh. Uh, what should people do if they feel that they have toxic friends? I'm a, I'm a, I'm an advocate for communication and I think it's, you know, talk through it. And if it, there, you may be at a point where you can't talk through it or, you know, it's just not good for you. Not it's kind of pulling, yeah, yeah it's kind of pulling that bandaid off and moving on, you know, your version of that, um, you know, cut, cut, but, cutting, uh, no, and, cutting and moving. And I'm not saying no, that as but, a reason, but... I'm not saying, Oh, I, you're a toxic. I'm gonna cut you off. Like you literally like, just said that. Well, no, I know, but that's not what I meant. Like, I, I don't oh. mean like, Oh, like you don't agree with me. You're we're, done. We're cut off. We're not. I mean, like if I get to a point where I'm second, guessing what, who where we're at mm. then I, I then that's where I, okay this is where i begin to pull away and this is where i begin to end it like i don't yeah, yeah i'm not and saying, it's not a bad thing it's yeah, like yeah. it is a cut and run i think there are people i've faced people in my life in friendships where i was just like this is no longer good for me right. i am no longer good for you i've been a toxic friend mm -hmm. yeah. right i have Same. been a toxic Same. friend All where i was i was the one taking i took and took and took from a friend you know from mm -hmm. friends yeah. um you know i was battling you know with things demons. in life yeah demons yeah. in life and i it was just that's where i was and i expect you know 
I could see where I was cut off. So mm-hmm. I get it. You got to cut and run. Um, but I think there's also, you know, take the opportunity when you think there's potential for roots, potentials mm-hmm. for even just yeah. heavy, sturdy branches um, to lean into those and to to better understand. Give yourself the gift of a little bit of time and, and yeah. understand um, where they're coming from and, and maybe what you could learn from them or from that experience mm-hmm. and use it to grow and to be a stronger person. Because life is a journey and there's... Mm-hmm so much out there you know that goes beyond just your friendships but you realize how you interact with people in your friendships is how you interact with people out in the world and how you interact with your families Mm -hmm. and you know i think the more opportunity you take to engage people and understand who they are and where they are especially in the world right now where there's so much hate Mm -hmm. and so much division you can really use that opportunity to feel better to put good into the world and i think we need more of that right now yeah what i think is that uh you should start your podcast and have your friends on to talk shit about you and Mm -hmm. call out the toxicity same (laughs) same the damn that guy i'm ready to be there as i hear you guys talk about like hey lean in find out i'm like fuck who hurt you? To myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, holy shit. Like, We're all being You're like, fuck those people. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys for, for coming on here and, and kind of giving your, your take on friendship. Yeah. Um, it this was really was fun. We'll, yeah, we'll definitely have us. you guys back. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much um, for having us. Yeah, for sure. So, Thank everybody. Thank you everybody for mm-hmm. uh, coming into uh, or letting us come into your your wave wave uh, Finish wavelength. That sentence. <laughs> this is not your space. Your space. Your, space. your radio. Space. Um, is this like ASMR? Um, space. space. Okay. Homosexual. Homosexuals. <laughs> oh, I am a homo ner. Oh yeah! Oh, yes, you're home. Congratulations! Yes. She just bought her new house in this crazy market. In Awatuki. Mm-hmm. I mean Awatuki. Awatuki. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're gonna be there uh, the whole summer. We're no, you're not. Of, yeah, you said you have said oh, yeah, the pool. You already shared the address with me, sweetie. I yeah. did. We're gonna post it. We're gonna post it. I already drove by. It's gonna be fun. It's, it's gonna be fun. It's good. So thanks again. Come come back and listen to us for our next episode. Yeah. Uh, where we'll fun. have maybe a guest, a new topic, maybe new hot topic, and a new bitch. All right. Thank you so much, everybody. Come back. Don't forget to follow us on socials. You can find us at the Bitch Podcast um, on Instagram or the Bitch Pod on uh, Facebook as well. Uh, we do have a TikTok coming soon as well as a Snapchat that we're actually currently under construction. Under construction. Uh, but follow us also on our personals for DangAZ86 mm-hmm. on Instagram and Insta underscore Memo Mem. Follow us. I mean, we. Appreciate those of you who have already reached out and who have already been supported. So thank you so, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. There's more stuff to come. And see you next week. See you next time. Bye. 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 I have a dance I can put on your TikTok. I've been practicing at home. That's the coffee table? Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah.